0: I'm your host Adan Tolbert. I am here with my co-host Courtney. Courtney is here with me tonight to talk about an issue, a topic that I think you guys will enjoy. Uh, we're going to be talking this evening about sexting, uh, and not just sexting. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll define that term as far as what what that means in today's society, how that plays out, what that looks like. But we're also going to talk about uh, make tonight a special. Uh, Ask Don Advice Edition Where we have a couple of other questions That we want to address Some other topics that you guys have expressed interest in and, uh, But you know we're going to talk about sexing But also uh, what it means to uh, you know, Just a lot of the things that lead to A breakdown in the perceived level of respectability That is 100% essential For a man to view a woman as his future wife We're going in Actually we are in the midst Of uh, cuffing season. Uh, Many of you know uh, where we, you know, maybe you heard that show where we define what that is, what that looks like, what that's all about, the period of time from, say, you know, September all the way up to, you know, about March or so, where, you know, people are getting little cuddy buddies, friends with benefits, things like that. But, you know, what does it take to move past that? What does it take for a man to view you as his wife as opposed to someone who's good for? The night or for the weekend or to hang out with or to chill with. So and a a lot of that is wrapped up into, you know, sexting and the lack of respectability, you know, video mail, cell phone porn. Oh, oh yeah, we're going to talk about it all tonight. You know, I'm excited about it. Hopefully you guys are too. You're welcome to call in with comments. Uh, feedback. I'm actually going to be sharing some very uh, personal stories from, you know, and real stories from my past and hopefully Courtney will keep it honest which I don't think will be a problem uh, as far as stories from her past and uh, you guys are welcome to do the same 646-200-0366 hit the number one on your keypad the wife and daughter are away tonight so you know we. I, I plan on keeping it extra real you know in this evening man they actually are out celebrating a uh, you know, our birthday party tonight. So it's all good, uh, Courtney. What's going on with you tonight? You excited about tonight's topic?
1: I am. I am. So good to be here. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. What, what, what you so excited about? What,
1: what, <laughs> <know>? <laughs> Wait a minute, do excited. <laughs> the show just came on. You're already <laughs> playing me, man. All
0: right. My bad. My bad. <laughs> nah. gotta gotta get that in, um, Courtney. You know, first, before we jump into tonight, we, you and I did a, you know, what's funny thing is i wasn't even planning on it being like it was or being as deep as it ended up being but a lot of people have been hitting me up saying wow that show on preachers of la was one of the realest and uh interestingly enough one of the most informative strictly from a biblical perspective and and really a lot of that credit goes to cheryl for for calling in and and sharing some really uh great scriptures the lord showed me some some scriptures that you know obviously you guys heard so if you, if you missed the show i mean yeah we talked about the show but if you you know if you heard it you know that it, it wasn't so much about the show but it was more so about you know uh hypocrisy from a biblical perspective judgment the definition of that you know and and how we as believers are often um you know guilty of of judging While there is the log, so to speak, in our eye, we're we're nitpicking and trying to find the specs, you know, in the eyes of others, but, you know, when we have whole logs in our own eyes. So definitely if you missed that particular show, check out the archives on iTunes as well as uh, at DeDonTolbertShow.com. Did you enjoy our, our show on Preachers of L.A., Courtney?
1: Yeah, I did. I really did, and I got some great
0: feedback
1: on, on that particular show. Um, someone actually hit up my inbox and you know, tell me how much they loved the show. And even in the live thread in the um, in the friends of the day in October show group, um, people were saying how much they enjoyed it. So yeah, it was, it was a classic. It was a classic.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So definitely check it out if you missed it. A couple of things I want to discuss on uh, on this evening. Um, I meant to bring this up the other night when I went to the basketball game. Uh, the uh, uh, it was the Sixers versus the Nets. You know, it was. I, I think I told you about. You know, we talked about the freaks that were there. A couple, you know, women that were really extra with how they were dressed and how they were behaving. But what I didn't get a chance to talk about is just the level of homosexuality, you know, and, and femininity that exists in today's society. You know, and I, I said online, I meant to touch on this, but we just didn't get a chance earlier in the week, but it, it's a really sad day, right? You know, when you're in a place full of thousands of people and you feel like the minority because you're not a homosexual, because you're not living some type of down-low lifestyle i mean it it was it was weird it was very awkward and you know i'm historically i've always been the type of guy who's enjoyed crowds, but you know i'm going out and i'm seeing whether they're just total flamers you know if it's people who are just you know giving you that look that we talk about you know like when we did our special on how to identify and recognize a you know a man on the deal or just people just really feminine, that whole metrosexual thing that we talked about the other night. We did a good show on that a couple of weeks ago. I mean, it's just a lot of that. I mean, Courtney, have you ever felt like that? Ever felt like the minority? I mean, maybe it's a little bit different for women, but do you, can you relate to what I'm saying on, on any level?
1: Well, yeah, I can. I mean, I think it applies to women, too. It just seems like now everybody, you know, men and women are coming out and it, it's, it's getting worse and worse. So, yeah, I can I can definitely see what you're saying, but like from like a you know, your standpoint, just as far as the men go, I am noticing that it is a lot of gay men. It, it seems like it, more so than lesbians out there.
2: So
0: Yeah, and, you know, I tend to stay to myself, too. You know what I mean? Like, I, I tend to either be with my family. You know, I don't do the clubs anymore like before. You know, a lot of – funny thing is a lot of the shows from before, you know, when we, when we first started this show about six years ago, I was still kind of still going out and – Seeing things on a regular basis, daily basis, weekly basis, you know, that we could come back and, you know, talk about here on the show. That's one of the things that made for a lot of the realness. But, um, you know, it's just one of those things where, um, yeah, it's just, you know, kind of like a reality check, like, wow, you know, this is how, this is where we are now. This is how much things have changed over the, uh, really, the last 10 years has just gotten crazy. So, yeah, I just wanted to share, you know, didn't really have too much else to say other than, you know, You you know, we really want to just watch and, and continue to read, you know, the Bible and continue to watch just our surroundings. Because as you, you know, turn on the news, as you go outside, you know, you're really seeing prophecy, you know, laid out in the Bible begin to fulfill itself. And so whether it's, you know, the violence, the wars, the the uniform monetary system I just posted something earlier today about a uniform uh, religion that they're trying to get started up and these are influential people that are in charge of you know spearheading this stuff like the the the, the you know some former Nobel Prize winners are like really you know, they're meeting for like a 3-day conference to uh you know start the process of formulating a you know a, a uniform religion you know and this whole monetary system raising the debt ceiling I mean, these are all steps that are going to lead to you know, the New World Order as as laid out in the uh in, in the Bible. You know, it's not and it's not a coincidence. I mean it's right there on the back of your dollar bills. And I don't even want to spend too much time talking about it, but I think a lot of people don't really realize how real this is. The Bible speaks about the New World Order symbolizing the beginning of the end. But if you turn over the back of your dollar bill, you know, it it literally says New World Order, Novus Ordo Seclarum. For those of you who don't know that that means New World Order in Latin. You know, so it's not like something that's oh, you know, it's a myth or it's not, but it's it's already laid out right there on the dollar. And you look at people, you know, covering up their eye, throwing up the triangle. That triangle, that quote unquote rock sign, they're worshiping the almighty dollar. They're worshiping the you know, the all seeing eye. You know, that's right, they're worshiping the dollar. That's why it's on the dollar bill because Satan wants people to worship money, power you know things that obviously God hates. So it's, it, it's, I mean, it seems it's funny. It seems so obvious and you know and so straightforward to me. But it's so many people out here who are unfortunately um, not familiar with this. So I just try to spend as much time as possible, you know, discussing it, even if it's briefly, because um, unfortunately you probably won't hear it anywhere else. Any thoughts on that? Just before we keep it moving, I just thought I would share.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's it's really apparent how all of this stuff is going over a lot of people's heads, you know, in regards to the, you know, the one religion. I I was able to view that a little bit earlier. And it's funny because they're trying to make it seem like, you know, they're trying to unify everyone and, you know, it's going to be this big united front and, you know, it's crazy. And a lot of people are actually going to fall for that, you know, not realizing um what's really going on and what the real agenda is, so like you said, it's just important just to keep your eyes open and just see things you know for what they are, you know not what you want them them to be or what not what they're telling you, you know, but what's really going on, and just just read your Bible and you'll be able to see.
0: That's it. That's it right there. Let's keep it moving. Um, you know, tomorrow is <laughs> is Scandal Day. You know, a lot of people have been into that, and I posed a question um, the other the other day online where you know some people even asked us. I guess they hadn't listened to the show, but they kind of asked like, how do you feel about Scandal? And I always direct them to the, you know the, at least maybe like at least three or four shows that we've done, some of the best shows ever. You know, to 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 kind of use Scandal and use that character as an example of kind of what not to be and in, in some of the effects of 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 modeling your life after the life of olivia pope and um you know i, I just posed an inter- interesting question i said that you know what if you know uh, olivia pope was actually white you know and and someone who was having sex with like a, a barack obama type of president you know and i i think that that would. And I even posed that question in, in a couple of different Facebook groups, and got some pretty good debates going on. And uh, it's funny thing. A lot of times, women would. Sometimes women would come right out and say, "Nah, I wouldn't be interested in. I wouldn't watch it." But the main reason they watch it is because they feel like. A couple of women were more honest. They said that they feel like it's payback. They feel like they've been through so much. They've had so many black men uh, taken, uh, and I, I use that term loosely, but that were those were their, their words. Black men taken, they feel like, oh, well, this is some form of payback. As, let me ask you, Courtney. Back in the day when you were maybe in a different frame of mind, different way of thinking, did you ever have any animosity towards women of other race for "quote unquote" taking your black men? Um, no, no,
1: I didn't. I didn't.
0: So that was um, never. An issue.
1: No, no, that was that was actually, that was not an issue of mine. Um, but, you know, I know women that, you know, have that mentality. Um, but, yeah, no, that, that wasn't me.
0: If I could just say something about that briefly, ladies, you can't, you know, this is something that shouldn't even need to be said, but, you know, you can't take something, one, that isn't yours to begin with, I think that many many women in today's society have somewhat of a uh, a sense of entitlement. You know, they feel like you know, be just because I'm black and just because you're black and we are in the same community, the same culture, we're supposed to be together. So anything that anything that goes outside of that, anyone who deviates from that plan, that predetermined plan, you know, that is is wrong. And a lot of times it's animosity, but what you have to realize is, ladies, we don't, as men, subscribe to that way of thinking. We even did a show on um, interracial dating a couple months ago, definitely check that one out, And we t- where we talked about the real reason for, for white women uh, dealing with black men, black women dealing with white men, black men dealing with white women, and... Um, you know, not, not the politically correct ends, but I'm talking about the real reasons. And so, ladies, we, we as men don't have any preset determinations on who we're going to end up with. We're looking for love. We're looking for love. We're looking for a great woman. We're looking for an attractive woman. We're looking for someone who, who we can give our hearts to and, and who is emotionally available to to give us their heart. That's it. You know, I'm someone who respects their body. If that person is black, if that woman is white, if she's Asian, you know, it doesn't really matter. Hispanic, the, it, you know, those things are irrelevant. So it's like the best, It's kind of like if you're looking for a car, you don't care where you buy the car from. You just want the best car possible. And that you want the best deal? You want the best car, the best car for the best price. You know, we want the best woman <laughs> with the least amount of miles. Uh-oh, stop. Hold on. Before I go there, I want to get in trouble, Courtney. Because, you know, cause I would get in trouble when we go there. Because when you start talking about mileage and sexual partners and different things, you know what I'm saying? It it becomes uncomfortable. You know? And and, and it should be. You know, it should be uncomfortable. You know, at the, because at the end of the day, and I'll tell you something, I I'm, I'm now in the car sales. I don't know if you guys know. Shout out to uh my partner. Uh but TRC Auto Sales are based in Philly. And so we have a car lot here in in, uh, in the Mount Airy section of, uh or West Oakland section of Philadelphia. Check us out. All the information is on my website. But, you know, sometimes when we're doing so, and I don't do a lot of the face-to-face stuff. I leave that to my, you know, my partners. But, you know, any time when car sales are involved, it's all, you ever go to a car lot and you're buying a car? It's a very comfortable conversation when you first step on the lot. You know, nobody feels uncomfortable. It's not tense. There's no tension you know, it's no uncomfortability. In fact, the salesperson is extra friendly. They're asking about your family and getting to know you and, you know, that whole thing that they do, building the rapport. You know, you're not even talking about price. You're talking about features, right? That's what you would call the dating process, okay? But... As time goes on, while you're, after you've seen all the features, after you're making a decision in your mind like, okay, I'm about to buy this car, well, what are we looking at as far as price? Well, that's when he says, all right, well, look, let me send you back to my finance manager. We'll sit you down and see what we can work out. That's when you've got to put your game face on. That's when it becomes uncomfortable. Ladies, if you don't understand where I'm going with this analogy, it's all fun and games in the dating process. But it, when it becomes uncomfortable is when that man really starts assessing the things about you and making a decision on is he going to buy the car or is he not going to buy the car? Is he going to commit? Is he not going to commit? Or is he just going to keep going you know, the dog and pony show? You know, Because at the end of the day, it's only so long you can talk about the features of a car. It's only so long you can make small talk about your dog. And your family or whatever, you you know, you're, you're talking about. You know, sometimes they prolong it. Sometimes they don't. But you see what I'm saying? Sometimes men prolong the dating process. Sometimes, you know, that's what's called being strung along. The question is, what are some things that's preventing you from closing the deal and selling him on the idea that he should marry you? See, a lot of women have the roles reversed. They're looking at it as them being the buyers, right? You're thinking that these men are the salespeople trying to sell you a car. No, it's backwards, ladies. We're not looking for a car. You know, I shouldn't say that. You know, we are looking for a wife, you know. Yes, we would like to, you know what I mean, like, You just find a wife, but at the end of the day, it's not on us to show you why you should be our wife. You have to show yourself worthy of being found. The Bible says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. And the only question then becomes, how do you determine whether or not you're a good thing? Which is where we start off the next part of our conversation on sexting. You know, and there are a lot of things. We we talk a lot about emotional availability. We talk a lot about personality. But tonight I want to talk and, and focus on one of those three most important things that men look for in a wife, which is respectability, okay? You know, and, and unfortunately, sexting, and, and don't get me wrong, while it can be fun, while it can be flirty, while it can make the relationship spicy or the situation entertaining, you know, but it, it significantly takes away from how that man views you in regards to respectability.
2: Courtney, what are your thoughts
0: on sexting?
1: Um, I think it's a big no-no. <laughs> it's it's not a good thing at all. And I think, um, you know, just speaking from a female standpoint, you know, when we do it, you know, we're not thinking anything of it. You know, we're not thinking of, you know, the ramifications of it. Because at that point, it, like you said, you said it's fun, it's entertaining, you know, he's into it, you're into it, and, you know, it, it just seems like, yeah, you know, everything is going well, and so you don't think that, you know, that man is going to view you differently, you know, because he's playing right along with you. And so, um, yeah, I mean, so that's why I, I, mean, I used to do it in the past, but now I know I would never do that, not at all, not at all. How come? Because I know how, well, one, I know how that um, I would be viewed, but two, I don't even have a desire to do that. Like, I don't have a desire to sex to anyone because I'm not having sex. So, I mean, it's why even talk about that? That's not something I want to even have on my mind, you know, or put on his mind.
0: Right one here's a, here's one of the things that i think it would be a good idea a, a good idea to do is is the define uh define what is sexting because i mean I, I think that we all have you know experiences or or have a general idea of what it could be considered but you know let's get, i want to really break it down you know, as far as why it first of all what it is why it happens and not just why it happens but why because the the reasons why it happens are very different from a male perspective versus a female perspective men sexed and I really don't even like that word you know what I'm saying, but we're going to use it we're going to run with it you know men- men sex uh for a, a very different reason than women do it you know a lot of times like we said it's fun, it's new, but it's very different reasons behind it but let's let's define it just in case anyone's unfamiliar sexting is. Sending text messages that are giving, you know, well, there are they're di- different degrees and various degrees, but um, on a mild case of sexting, it could be flirting, it could be talking about sex, you know, it could be giving the illusion or putting the thought in, your, in someone's mind about what a potential sexual encounter would be like if it was to go down, what they could look forward to if you ever made it to that point, and you're sending those messages, you know, via text message. Um, it, you know, that's, like I said, that's on a more, you know, mild level, a little going a little bit deeper into it, depending on how, how freaky, the, you know, the two people are. You know, I've seen actual, you know, I've seen from other people, I've experienced personally, actual, you might as well call it sex, you know, sex via text. Courtney, you know what I'm talking about, you know it's you, you know it's some some explicit stuff going on out there, right? I mean, am I lying? Um, are you talking about like the headless horseman
1: pictures or like worse than that?
0: No, I'm not talking about pictures right yet. I'm talking about just I'm talking about sex. I'm talking like you know how people have phone sex?
1: Yeah.
0: I'm talking about text sex. Oh, never mind. You don't know what I'm talking about. So, yeah, I really don't, because I've never, no, no, I've never cool. done that. <laughs> no, I'm glad you don't. I'm glad you don't. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm glad, and I'm proud of you you don't. You know, but the reality is there's some freaky crap that goes on out here. I'm talking about with with women, and, again, don't – I shouldn't even have to put this disclaimer here, but I don't want anybody to feel any type of way. But in case I didn't need to say, I'm a man, you know. I'm not gay. I've never dated men. So you're not going to hear story, you know. Like, it's no. Oh yeah, let's just talk talk about things from a. a male. No, I'm you know I'm going to share stories from you know what men do with women. Like that's just what it is. So you know, if you ever hear me speaking about it, it's not that I'm you know bashing women or focus on the ladies. It's just I'm a man. You know what I mean? Just like I wouldn't expect Courtney to tell a whole bunch of stories about you know women. You know, it is what it is. But you know, a lot of times we're talking about first dates. You know, and when I say first date, I really mean the first interaction, meaning I meet you, we exchange numbers, and because I really don't want to talk to you, I text you just to see what it's hitting for. You know what I mean? I text you just just to see if you're a texter, one, because that's – let me give you all some exclusive information tonight. Ladies, did you know that the first thing a man does – in today's society, because back in the day it wasn't like this. There wasn't really any texting, you know, back in, like, 96, 2000, stuff like that. But one of the things that men do is they, they see if they can open up the lines of, of communication via text because that saves us a whole lot of trouble. It saves us some money, you know. It saves us uh, as far as taking you out just to have that initial conversation. It saves us... um, uh you know phone time like we we can it frees up time for us to you know do, pretty much do whatever else we want to do we don't have to actually talk to you who wants to actually talk to someone who you're not even really sure if you like see i think that a lot of times women take phone time for granted and they just assume that we want to talk to you and that's that's a that's an erroneous assumption ladies because a lot of times we don't even know if we like you yet. If we, the only reason we want to talk to you is if we like you and we're planning on building something with you. But if we know that we're not planning on building anything with you and we know that we only want to get you in the bed, what the heck is there to talk about for 45 minutes? The only thing there is to talk about is, yo, what's up? You know, I, you know, know, What's good? What, you know, Can I see you? And if so, when? And when I see you, what are we going to do so I know that I'm not wasting a whole Friday night or Saturday night?
2: <laughs>
0: I mean, that's it. So, ladies, don't, you know, just while you're in, interacting with these guys, if you find them to not be the most conversational, you know, over the phone, somebody, you know, he doesn't have any conversation. Now it's not necessarily that he doesn't have any conversation. It's just that, you know, there's nothing to talk about. He's not interested in having a conversation about what type of work you do, what's your five-year plan, what do you think about Obama? Like, none of those things matter if all he wants to do is see how well you can arch your back. I'm just, you know, Corey, have you ever experienced that? Like, you know, somebody on the phone who didn't really have too much to talk about?
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, I Yeah, I've talked to people. They didn't have much to talk about. The conversation was very awkward. It was very awkward. It was just, it was like pulling teeth um you know trying to get them to talk i found myself asking questions and you know when i realized that i wasn't getting you know any kind of response or i noticed that he wasn't interested you know that's what let me know what was really going on like so i've had those moments as well as men who just Texted all the time, and I'm not a texter really. But you know, when I saw that, like the communication was only via text at one one thirty in the morning after the club let out, I was able to see, you know, what was really going on.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, ladies. I mean, that's the thing. It's nobody is really a texter, you know. What I mean, because I think texting is something that's been introduced, you know, over the the last few years where it's really caught on like wildfire over the last you know really 5 to 10 years and um you know it's from a male perspective i think that i know for a fact that when we like you and we're planning on building a future with you we actually want to have face time with you you know we want to spend we want to be in your presence we want to hear your voice we want to build that connection and don't let anybody tell you that men are impersonal or non emotional you know, unfeeling or uncaring. Because if you think that, you need to listen to a couple. Of, I'm going to give you three classic shows that you, if you're a newer listener, you absolutely need to listen to. If you want to know how men feel, not just so much how we act, but how we feel and what's in our heart and our minds, you listen to these three, th- three shows. You listen to this the classic special I did on When a Man Loves a Woman. Write that down. Get your notepad out. When a Man Loves a Woman. You listen to the show I did on uh, Sex Ain't Better Than Love, okay, where we talked about how men feel about sex and, more importantly, how we don't feel about sex. Definitely, I'm telling you, that will tell you everything you need to know about how men feel about sex. And then you listen to the show entitled The Emotions of Black Men. You know, what it takes from an emotional standpoint to get us to the place of wanting to put a ring on your finger crying in front of you, you know what I'm saying, letting our wall down, you know what I'm saying, giving our heart to you, what that takes, what kind of woman that takes for you to be to allow us to feel comfortable doing those things. You listen to those three shows, I can almost guarantee you will have a a higher level of understanding about men, specifically black men, than any other woman you know, you know, other than women who've listened to those three shows. All right, Courtney, you already know about those shows. I know you heard all three of those shows. Classic Classic yeah. Asian.
1: Yeah, I have. I've heard all of those shows. Um I think the one that um When a Man Loves a Woman, that was like a throwback one. But I, I liked that one. That was like one of my favorite ones, um to listen to. I might have took notes on that one. <laughs> but um yeah,
0: I really enjoyed it. Yeah, check those shows out. Yeah, that was that was like a old school that when a man loves a woman. That was like when me and Gerald were on. And shout right. out to Gerald Howard, you know, it's funny. He actually, if you guys, many of you, or if you're older listeners, you you know you remember Gerald, and you know what I'm saying, like us doing, you know, he's on the, my co-host for about at least at least two years, and um, you know he shared a lot of personal. He was a single guy back then, you know, uh, and and I was single too, but I, you know in a relationship with my with my now wife uh, for most of that time, and uh, you know if you got a chance to hear him, and he, I, I guess what my point is. While we were doing those shows, everything he was talking about is his personal experiences, but also the things that he is, was currently looking for in a wife. Okay? Now, the great thing about all of this is is that a couple months ago, Gerald Howard surprised us. I think it was actually me, Courtney, and Safina. We were doing a, uh, an Advice Mondays, and Gerald actually popped up you know, and, and just did the whole show with us. I can't even tell you what show exactly that was. But, I you know, me, Safina, Courtney, and Gerald Howard all on one, you know, one panel. I think that pretty much, you can already imagine what that show, I mean, was that not a, a good, a classic moment for you?
1: Yeah, it was. It was a pleasant surprise. I was not expecting that
0: at all. Um, it,
1: it was so great. I do remember that.
0: Now, one of the things that he revealed on that show was that after years and years and years of being a player, you know, being a pimp, wiling out, having his fun, doing his thing? He actually revealed on the on the air. I said, "What have you been up to?" He said, "You know, writing books, working, doing some things, but also, and most importantly, falling in love." So, I would I guess what I'm saying to you guys is is this is how it works. The vast majority of the stories that I've shared over the years were. What I was looking for in a wife prior to finding my wife and even after finding my wife, you know, what I love about my wife. Gerald, his stories were were pretty much what he'd experienced and what he was looking for. Now, you know, certain types of men, men who love God, men who have their head on, you know, straight, they're going to find love. You know, they're going to have their hoes. They're gonna while out in the clubs, you know. At, at some point, we talk about the stages that men go through. We're gonna have our experiences with, with sexting and texting, and, and, and even in some cases, cell phone, cell phone porn, which we'll talk about. But the reality is, those are not the women that we marry. Okay, they're not. Those are not the women that we marry. Those are the the, the women who are, you know, the the ammunition. You know, and material for the stories at the fight party, at the gym. You know, when the fellas get together, oh, yeah, remember back in the day, oh, yeah, I had to, you know, this and And, and that's all it is. And I'm just telling you, ladies, you do not want to be material for conversation at the upcoming Mayweather fight. You know, I'm just being real with you. You don't. You know, Courtney, you know what that's like, but no more. Right? Yeah. You know, those days are over. And th- and, th- and I'll say this. If you were a sexter back in the day, that's okay. That's cool. Just, you don't. Know, the Bible said, yeah, I mean, excuse me, Jesus Christ said, look, go and sin no more. You know, he already knew the young woman was a sinner. He already knew she had wilded out. He already knew that she had some trans ran. But at the end of the day, it's about... What are you gonna do going forward? You know, and that's it. The Bible says that, you know, uh, God can remove all sins. You know, turn them, make them as white as snow. So, it is what it is. You got any sins that need to be made white as snow, Courtney?
1: They've they've been white. <laughs> God God did that for me, definitely.
0: I'm talking about from last night though. Not not back Oh, in you're trying to play point.
1: me on this show. That's what you're doing. Okay. Didn't know.
0: Uh, no. My bad. My bad, Courtney. <laughs> Guys, we're talking tonight about sexting. You know? We're, we we we've uh we kept it we went pretty deep and got a little bit heavy over the last couple of shows. Definitely some you know, the betrayal show, the, the, the preachers of LA show. Uh, scandal, we you know, blurred lines We You know, we, we've really been going a little bit deep Gender role reversal, race relations Been doing some pretty heavy topics And want to keep it a little bit light tonight Have a good time Have a little bit of fun Tell some stories, you know And, uh, you know, switch it up a little bit But one of the things I want to talk about is You know, like I said, sexting But the difference between why men do it And the difference... Between why women do it, let's talk about women first, ladies first. Courtney, as a former sexter like what was the reason that you would you know do this? Would you initiate it? Would you be the you know uh, kind of respond to his request? Like, well, what? How did it start? It'll let's be hear both. some stories, Courtney. Let not before you go. Let's get some <laughs> the people that people want to hear some juicy stories.
1: <laughs> I don't really have any juicy stories via text. Uh-oh. Um, now I mean, it's more so over the phone, but um, what, but what still, those I mean, two? anyway, <laughs> I would initiate it for the most part. It was me, I'll be honest. Like, I, I mean, I had you know, sex, it was just all over me, it was just in my pores. It was just so like it was all on me, and so I it was a spirit, that's what I'm trying to say. And so, you know, I would initiate those conversations and you know, talk about sex and, you know, what we can do. And, and this was with people I was actually having sex with um, for the most part. And then some people maybe I wanted to have sex with. But for me, it was fun, and it was it, it was something to do. Um, and even to get even deeper, I liked it because, you know, the guy was providing me with attention. Even if it was sexual attention, it was still attention that, I missed as a child So I like fed into that And I really like loved it so much That it became an addiction And um, yeah I mean These guys would say things You know that really showed They only viewed me as a whore And just someone that they wanted to have sex with But to me it was like well At least somebody's paying attention to me So I'm going to do this This is fun
2: hmm.
0: yeah. And And that's the thing I think a lot of times we as people, not just women, but we as people often tend to put our emotional and basically our emotional needs secondary to our sexual needs, you know. And a lot of times that, that's, that lustful spirit, that sexual spirit, it overtakes you, you know, even like Courtney said, even if deep down you know this probably isn't going to bode well for me, you know, being viewed as as a future wife. I mean, there's that. There are people who actually know and who actually get that conviction, and, but then still do it anyway. But then on the other hand, there are other women who actually, unfortunately think that doing those things, sending those texts, is actually going to lead to something substantial. What do I mean? Let's just let me break it down for you a little bit. Let me get, get comfortable here. Here's, this is how it goes. Uh, you know, here, here you have a single woman who's been through drama, who's been through. Let's just say maybe she might even be a single mom, you know she's looking for love, you know, maybe at an age where she's maybe lost a little bit of hope, and maybe that that spirit of desperation and maybe even a pinch of depression is creeping up in there, and so she she comes across someone who, who's showing some interest and first of all, those things I just mentioned, the depression, the desperation, those things actually will cause you to attract the not-so-good men, the liars, the dogs, the cheaters, and the players, So, which is a great reason why you should not even be in those, you got to fight those things off. And, we, you know, we can talk about ways to do that. But just in the meantime, you know, you, you know because you're in that, that negative frame of mind, you know, you're going to attract the type of men who will be targeting you. But a lot of times all that goes gets push, pushed to the side and say, you know what, wow, he likes me, hopefully. He can be the one. Hopefully this can materialize into something substantial. So the woman is thinking, you know, wow, okay, he asked asked me to send him a picture. So, okay, he wants to see a picture of me because obviously men are visual creatures and they want to know, he wants to get a better view of me to see maybe you know whether or not he can see me with him. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll go through my phone. I'll maybe even you know do my hair real quick, go in the bathroom and take a nice little headshot, you know, so he can see my nice pretty smile. Well, which is and so she's hoping it's kind of like staging. If you guys are in the real estate, you know they all you know you've heard that term staging. You know if you you know people are coming to look at a house, you have to set the house up, you know, right. You know, put different things in different places, and so that it will be more pleasing visually to the potential buyer. And then hopefully that buyer will actually purchase the home based on the staging of the furniture and you know and other things. Uh, and which is that's kind of what the women are doing. they they're doing things hoping that the man will choose them. They also don't want to. A lot of times when you're in a state of emotional unavailability, there is a Wanting to please everybody type of you know syndrome, meaning they don't want to say no. They don't want to say no because they're thinking like, Dag, if if I, if he asks me for a picture, well then and I say no, then he'll probably lose interest in me and then move on to getting a picture from somebody else." So they say, "Okay, whatever, I'll send him a headshot." And and what I'm saying is a lot of times it's they're just doing it to 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 be pleasing, to be nurturing to that man that nurturing spirit that many women have so and we'll talk about it from the male perspective in a minute but just from the female side ladies and this is just if you're a text uh, excuse me a sexter i'm just gonna give you some advice and i'm not i'm not telling you to do this but i'm just being honest with you when a man asks you for a picture right he's not looking for a headshot all right, so you don't need, just don't send anything. Just let's cut to the chase. Cuz I'm telling you right now, it's it's not that. He doesn't want to see your high school graduation picture. He doesn't want to see the picture from you in church. He doesn't want to see you and your your son. All right? He doesn't care how nice your smile is. If a man asks to see a picture, he wants to see some breasts. Okay? He wants to see I'm just being honest with you. Like I'm not going to lie to you. Now we can talk about what kind of men do cuz I'm sure that's where the women want me to go with it. We can talk about that. But I'm just letting you know if if for any reason you get that text. Oh yeah. Yo, oh man, I, I forget what you look like or yo, you should just send me a picture real quick. Oh, uh, you got any pictures on your phone? Oh, yeah, I think I have. No, no, he doesn't want the pictures that are already on the phone because who just takes naked pictures just to save on the phone? He wants you to go in the bathroom and actually take a picture of yourself and send it to him. There's nothing more frustrating. And I'm just being honest with you. This is where the realness comes in. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just being honest with you. There's nothing more frustrating than asking a woman for a- who you already perceive to be a freak. Okay, you're only asking because you, you you view her as a freak. You don't ask respectable women to, to send you pictures. So just FYI, if you've ever, and I don't care who I'm talking to, but if anyone has ever been asked to send a picture, you're not being, or at that time, we're not being viewed as a respectable woman. You're being viewed as a freak. He wants a picture of you naked. Okay, that's why he has. So one of the most frustrating things is when you when we ask that question and you send us back the headshot. That's like the most annoying thing, you know, possible. You know, I mean, Courtney, you know what I'm talking about. You, I mean, am yeah, I
1: lying? I to, no, you're not lying. I used to take those pictures. The only difference was I didn't send them out. I actually, like, had them physically at my house. Um, of myself and so when the guys would like come over you know I may show them a picture like I was real good at self-timers I used to love self-timers on the camera because I would take like booty shots in the bathroom like I would do all these (laughs) I used to do all these different poses I remember this one guy came over and um, it turned into like this photo shoot of me and my underwear and I used to just take pictures all the time and I used to just print them out and just keep them at my house or whatever. But I used to do the same
0: stuff. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying to you. And and some some you'll see that you'll we as men will come across that. You know, it's just a matter of you know assessing. But we'll talk. Let me let me finish up with the ladies first. So what happens is after you because I want to definitely spend some time talking about it from a male perspective as far as why we do it what we're looking for and then the how we will view you after receiving it. But as far as from a woman's standpoint, so you send the headshot, you're saying, okay, well I'm a, even deep down you know that you're a freak in many cases and you know you're you know, there's more to it than that than just a headshot. But you'll send the headshot just to not appear to be, you know, to give off that appearance of being respectable in many cases. So what happens is you send that over and he's like, Oh, okay, oh, oh that's nice Wow, you have a beautiful smile. You know, because nobody wants to be, you know, ignorant or, or, you know, make it an awkward situation. So it's, oh, yeah. Right. Okay, cool. Thank you. Wow, thank you for sending me that. You have a, that's a beautiful blouse you're wearing. Wow, great. Beautiful smile. Nice white teeth. Okay. Wow, you know what? <clears throat> Only thing is, do you think you could maybe send a li- something a little bit more, you know, something that might put a little bit of a bigger smile on my face? Maybe something a little bit because nobody wants to say, "Look, chick, I want to see your boot." You know what I mean? Like nobody wants to say that. You don't be ignorant, although that's you know what I mean—that's what's on his mind. But a lot of times, you know, they'll they'll worry it nicely. I'm like, "Hey, yeah, could you just send a little something? Maybe, maybe just do the un, you know—unbutton a little bit. Something. So the next thing you know, you get a cleavage shot. You know, she unbuttons the blouse a little bit, then then that gets sent over. Now. Now, in a couple of cases, you know, that's actually happened. It was like, I didn't even have to do it. it was just like, bam, like, whoa, what the heck? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, these women are crazy out here. Seriously. I was I was Mister Nice Guy about it. Next thing you know, it's like just straight boobs. I'm like, dang, hey, <laughs> freaky chick. I didn't even ask you for all that, or well, not not yet at least, but that you you're, you're already <laughs> used to the program. You know the game, okay? So uh, a lot of you know the women who aren't as bold. It, we go back and forth about three to four times. You know, it's the the headshot then the the little bit of cleavage, then a lot of cleavage, and then next thing you know, she just goes all out. It's like, fine, you happy now? You know, you get that. You know, you got to <laughs> save face and stuff like that. Jeez, got me with my boobs. i like, like, what the heck? Like, don't act like, you know, I'm putting you out or I'm inconveniencing you. You know, you're a freak. Otherwise, you wouldn't be doing it anyway. Don't try to act like, you know, I'm the bad guy and made you take the headless horseman shot. You know, and if you guys aren't familiar with the terminology, that's where the women cut off the top of their heads. So you don't know or you can't see or can't. if it, Once you send it to your friends, the friends won't be able to identify who you truly are. And it's that's the funniest thing about it. It's like they're already assuming that the picture is going to be shared. Otherwise, why would you care about whether or not, your, your face is in the picture. So, which is always, I always found that to be interesting. So, what happens uh, next is that the women are now feeling like, you know, they've, they've bared their soul, they've bared their, their themselves, they've given their bodies, you know, via text, via sex, you know, and so now they feel a sense of closeness. They say, wow, okay, he asked me for these things, I gave him these things, so now, I have kept his interest based on these things I've given because a lot of women are operating under the the thought that to get a, a man you have to be a freak. Right? I mean that's what Beyoncé has instilled in that's what Nicki Minaj and Rihanna and you know all the, the 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 freaks freak ancestors that have come before them, you know, uh Pam Greer and you know Halle Berry and all these other, you know, old school hoes, you know what I mean, who have made a career and a living off of taking their clothes off for money. But, you know, that's historically what women have been taught, is that to get a man and to keep a man, you have to be a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets. Now, from listening to this show, you know that's 100% incorrect. That's you know, couldn't be more opposite of the truth. You know, men are looking for respectable women who won't be, you know, freaks in the sheets. We're looking for actually wives who will be wives. But most women don't have this information, so they're thinking that they have to be a freak. So they're thinking that they're killing two birds with one stone. They're thinking that, wow, okay, cool. I'm keeping his interest. I'm piquing his interest, you know, prior to even meeting him, and that is actually what will make him want to meet me. And then once he meets me, I'll go a little bit further to keep his interest, and hopefully that will lead, and I'll show him that I'm a freak, and then hopefully that will lead to, uh, you know, us getting into a relationship and me finally achieving what is what it is that I've always wanted, which is love. Was that ever a thought process of yours? You know, feeling like, wow, okay, if I do this, this will get me this?
1: Yeah. I I that's something that I can relate to. Um doing things that I knew that I wasn't like one hundred percent comfortable with doing. Like, you know, I, I can meet a guy one week and then the next week, you know, I'm almost having sex with him, or just to, you know, save face, you know, I may not have sex with him, but, you know, I may, you know, give him head or something like that. And so I would do little things like that. Even though I didn't want to do it, I felt like if I did that, then maybe he would look at me, you know, differently or say, oh, well, she can do that well, so maybe, you know, she, you know, could be my future girlfriend. I know that's a, you know, um, a not-so-good mentality to have, but I I used to do things like that. I would... Um, definitely, you know, sacrifice my beliefs and, you know, other things just to have love, and it never worked out.
0: Right, right. Yeah, and and it never will. I appreciate that honesty and that realness because, you know, so many women can relate to uh, doing those things and being in that same frame of mind. So that's how that goes. And then so here's the thing, and, again, we'll get into the men, but, once you have, think about it, ladies, once you've already sent him a picture of your bare breast, a lot of times even before the date, you got to realize that there is no date. You know, you've already done it. You know, you've already shown him or given him a glimpse of what he can expect. So then to, you know, try to manipulate, you know, or position the, the, the situation so that he, you know, he takes you out and, you know, wines and dines, you open, opens car doors, you know, pulls out chairs, you know, that's, that's just not, it's not logical, you know, that's like somebody, you know, like a porn star, you know, wanting chivalrous treatment or, you know, or, or anything, I mean, you can't do those types of things that take you out of the respectability category and then expect to be treated in a respectable manner. And so that's kind of how uh, men are looking at you after that. Let's, so, th- so there's that. And then a lot of times the, because they feel the interest, in many cases, is subsiding after the pictures or it's not moving the way in the direction that they went into, a lot of times they they fall into the trap that's set by the men. They say, okay, well, dang, she already sent me the, 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 the booty pic, the, the breast pic. Let me try to smash. I'm just going to try to get her over to the crib. And now a lot of women, now, it's like, okay, I sent the picture. I'm here at the house. He's giving me the massage. I don't, I have his interest, or so I think, but I don't want to lose the interest. So let me go ahead and give him what it is that he wants. Okay, yeah, it's the first date, or really it's, just, it's the first interaction. We haven't, haven't actually been out on a date, but what the heck, I'm just going to go ahead and we're going to have this sex. I'll put it on him you know and that will show him what he has to look forward to in a marriage and uh, that will make him commit to me ladies that what i just described over the last 20 minutes 15 to 20 minutes is in any man you know can just about any man in today's society even back in the day can attest to just how common that cycle is and if you if you Cannot relate to anything that i am saying or that Courtney is saying tonight, I commend you, you know I, I respect you and I commend you and hopefully uh you cannot you cannot relate but unfortunately, I can personally relate to hundreds of the exact situations that I'm experiencing right now. Courtney can relate to many of those same type types of situations Marv, who shares a lot of his stories in the group, can personally relate James you know can relate we hear a lot of the you know barber barbershop talk. Crew discussing these types of issues. Gerald Howard, you know, he can relate probably more than any of us, you know. And so it's really just one of those things where you don't want to fall into the trap. So that's, in many cases, not all, you know, nothing is absolute, but in many cases that is how and why women get into these situations, okay. And then after that it's like, all right, so now we've had sex on, say, Friday night, now he wants to come back over on Sunday night. Well, you've already had sex, so, I mean, the chances of you actually going out to dinner is like, I mean, why would that happen? No, nah, let's just let me come over and we can have sex again. That And then next thing you know, it'll be a next Wednesday, next Friday. Oh, what you doing tonight? You know, come over. I'll come over there. And then it's next thing you know, you've been doing that and in that little routine for six months. You know, I used to have a young woman who um, obviously should remain nameless, but... I mean, the reality is, I'm actually there's one young woman. Funny thing, she actually looked very similar to my wife, to be honest with you. And I'm sure she thought or hoped that she would at some point become, you know, become my wife. But unbeknownst to her, it was just what it was: sex every Friday night, every Saturday night, for for at least a couple months straight. You know, and, and though unfortunately, ladies. Those types of situations have no expiration date on them. You know, n- you know, men are not going to take those situations and just say, oh, okay, I can go out to the club with the homies, I can go to work, I can chill, I can do my thing, and I can have some sex pretty much every Friday night, every Saturday night, whenever I want it, so I should stop calling you why? I should cut that off because, you know, and have sex with other women? Why would any man in his right mind just cut that off just because? I'm sorry, Courtney. Is that? That was a, it was really rhetorical, but Oh, I thought any, it was
1: rhetorical. That's why I was no, quiet. It was,
0: no, no, no. It was <laughs> rhetorical, but I will ask you, would, would as, from a female standpoint would it make any sense to for a man to, you know, give up his his nice steady Source of
2: sex
1: No I mean it wouldn't because I mean that's a For a man that's a That's a really nice situation It's a comfortable situation Um, But unfortunately for the woman It's not and I was that woman the Friday Saturday and other days of the week Whenever you know it was convenient for him You know I was that, that woman So um yeah, I mean the only time the expiration date is only when the woman decides that she deserves better and she's just not going to do it anymore. She's going to leave him alone and walk away. That's the only that, way that gets cut off, I feel.
0: Now that that is why Courtney does counseling sessions because she gets it. That is exactly the only way that it will ever possibly end. Is when, like she said, the woman, not the man, but the woman gets tired, and ends up saying that she wants more. That's actually what what happened. Interestingly enough, after about me with this young woman, I'm, I'm I'm thinking about have literally like after the club, three four o'clock in the morning, sex, Friday night. If I if I didn't go out, but that which was rare. Just about every night I was out. Sometimes her and her girlfriends would go out. Meet up, meet up with us at the you know party. We probably dance a little bit, get our grind on. You know, she go leave with her girls. I leave with my homies. All right, we'll go home, take a quick shower, be back over your crib. You know, like 15 minutes. Boom. You know, that was it. Leave. Not you know, no real, no spending the night, nothing like that. <laughs> Getting home five six in the morning, tired, sleep all day Saturday or Sunday, whichever it ended up, you know ended up being. Not once. Probably, I'll be honest with you. This is me. I probably had sex with this young woman. Uh, man, I mean, I want to say at least. I mean, on a at least ten times, but I'm a, I'm gonna it's probably a lot more than that. Probably like twenty uh, over the course of months. Uh, would you believe that over twenty sexual experiences or encounters, I should say, but not one actual date. Yeah. You yeah. Not w- not one actual date and not one dollar spent, not one penny cent for all that sex. Now, see, a lot of women are probably thinking in their minds, like, wow, she must have been one of these hood rats. She must have been a hoe. She must have not had any I mean, any respect. It. it listen, and I, could, I could pull her page up on Facebook right now and post it in the group and show you all. Now, I'm not going to do that, but if I showed her her you know, showed you her page, you know, she looks like a lot of you. Her resume looks like a lot of yours. You know, her Facebook status updates resemble many of yours. You know what I'm saying? Like she was a she's a good person. Like she wasn't didn't have an attitude, didn't have a weave, didn't you know, walk around with her breast exposed all the time. Like she wasn't one of those types of women. Okay, she was a good woman you know loved the lord independent woman successful woman career woman professional but at the end of the day what she had in common with many of you is that she was looking for love but got into a rut got into a a routine that involved sex and i guess nobody told her that men don't commit to women who they view who they who allow themselves to become friends with benefits? It's impossible to respect a woman who will end up, who will allow herself to be a friend with benefits. So is that that's sad? That's a sad story, you know. I mean, it's because so many women can relate to that 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 routine.
1: Yeah, I mean it. It is sad, but I mean it. It, it sounds a lot like me, you know. Back in the day, just. I mean, the same thing. Like, you know, as I say on the show, I haven't had a lot of partners.
0: Right. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Let's talk about why men do it. I just, and I wanted to take some time with it, you know, just really breaking down from a mental uh, and, and even emotional standpoint why women, you know, put themselves in those types of situations. But a lot of times men do it for totally different reasons. One when a man, you know, we talk about this pretty regularly, but when a man first meets you, he's immediately going to put you in a one of two categories. So, what do I mean? If I meet you, let's say I meet you at, I don't know, at, at the club, Courtney, um, and mm-hmm. there's, you know, you, you're, first of all, you're dancing freaky, you're getting your grind on, you know, you got the skirt hyped up, got the boobs out, or you might just have on a Freakum dress, an extra tight Freakum dress. And you guys got to be careful with those Freakum dresses. You know, I was actually listening to the words of uh, of, of Freakum Dress, that Beyonce song. And if you guys missed that special we did on Beyonce, where we broke down at least ten of her songs, from from Freakum Dress to Independent Woman to uh, Party to Soldier to I mean, that was like one of the best shows ever. Probably one of one of the top three shows um, where we literally you know did a breakdown of her, her you know last her basically ten to fifteen year career uh, and the effect that she's had. And, and I, the words to "Freakum Dress," the, if just just Google "Freakum Dress." I mean, we you heard we did an in-depth analysis on that show, but just the lyrics of that song are the uh, they epitomize what it means to be a hoe, you know. And don't make me pull them up right now because it might we might even need to do it we get Just just to kind of give women an eye, and I I think I actually will do that, you know, because the reality is that a lot of women they think that 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 has become an anthem. Beyonce doesn't make songs. Alright? Beyonce makes anthems. Single ladies. Independent woman. You know, party. Freakum dress. Survivor. You know, these are anthems that will stand the test of time. Get me body. Like what I mean she and there's a reason that she makes that's why she's so successful, because she makes anthems that will stand in the in the minds of women. And, and it will be her music is the soundtrack to many the, to the lives of, of many women, and freakum dress is a great example of what it means to be a hoe. What and when I say hoe, I don't necessarily mean, you know, someone standing on a corner. I don't mean someone who just has sex with everybody, any and everybody, but I mean a woman who exhibits hoish behavior. As we're talking about sexting tonight. And this is another example of how, of how what leads to that and how it starts. You can't talk about sexting, but get it, but but not address the role that freakum dress plays in you even being targeted to become a sexter. What are your what are your thoughts on that, Quinn? You ever sat down and listened to And I'll I'll post the actual lyrics or the uh, the archives to that show. But what do you what do you think about that song?
1: Um, that song is, you know, is very um it's very realistic. You know, as far as you know, what is going on in society, and it's something that I'm not saying I, I sung along to it, but I use that phrase in my vocabulary. You know, when it was time to go to the club, I said, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go and put a freakum dress on." just with the intention of wearing it to get a man's attention. And, I mean, that's exactly what happened. I'll go to a club with the dress on, and then later that night, you know, I mean, I gave him my number, and then I would get a text message, well, what are you doing? Well, it's 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to bed, but not even realizing that I was being targeted
0: for sex. I hit the old school. Back in the day, see, I wasn't your average player back in the day, all right? I was on a whole nother level. What I would do is after the club, or you know, I would get the number and on the ride home. This was, this was such a fit. And I'm giving this is exclusive information here. The, no, I've never even met a man who did this. And all the men that I know, nobody I know had even utilized this. I'm just going to give it away for free to the ladies to know how to identify it. Because I'm sure the fellas have caught on by now, but the fellas probably will hear this and try to start using it. But the way to get any woman that you want. Okay the way to send the to start the whole situation off the way you want it to if you're if you know if that's what you're looking to do um uh, is you get the number and then on the drive home <clears throat> you send the text message you send the text message, hey, I just wanted to let you know I know you're on your way home, but I just want to let you know it was really nice meeting you and I look forward to uh you know hopefully getting to know you smiley face you gotta put the <laughs> smiley face there. You forget the smiley face, it doesn't, it doesn't work. You don't say, hey, where are you at? Can I meet up with you and come have sex with you like these weirdos? Do You don't do that. <laughs> all you do is you say, it was very nice meeting you and I look forward to getting it. Honestly, that, I just added that. I may have said that once at all. But back in the day, really all it was, it was I just want to let you know it was nice meeting you, smiley face. That's it. You know, But you don't let you actually add I look forward to getting to know you. I mean, it, it's a wrap. Because what that does is, if you figure, you know, if the woman is there and she gave you her number, she probably gave her number out to at least three to four other guys who definitely aren't going to do that. So a couple of times i would get, oh, wait, wh- who's this? So, which basically lets you know, you know, she gave her number out to multiple guys. Oh, no, it's, uh, you know, and I gave out the alias. Oh, this is this is Mike. Oh, which now, what, what did you have on, Mike? You dirty hoe. I mean, see, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, dang, how many men did you did you grind on that night? I'm Oh, yeah, I'm the guy that was palming your your butt, you know, up in the corner, grinding on you up against the pole in the corner. Yeah, that was me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was. Like, how many other guys did you, like, wh- how do you even answer that? You know, the guy that you gave your number, well, obviously you gave your number out to multiple guys. Well, I had on the black shirt. You know, it's, it's a dark club, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Chicks, man. But, <laughs> so, that's how it starts. Okay, so let me, I want to I wanna do this, though. Man, messed up, but yeah, send a text message, fellas, if that's what you're looking to do, ladies, and if you get the text message, know that it's that's what it is and to run in the opposite direction. Because women are so used to men trying to jump their bones, they're so used to men with no manners, you know, when you get something outside of the ordinary, I mean, Courtney, if you got to text at 3, 4 in the morning and say, when, you know, didn't want anything but just a, you know, nice meeting you smiley face, that's going to cause you to go to bed with a smile on your face, isn't it?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I especially mean, keep it but, real. Yeah, but I'm going to say especially, like, it really it would have really done something, you know, years back when I was in the club scene. I would have been like, oh, my God. You know, I would have really fell out somewhere, probably wouldn't even even went to sleep and just been so excited because I had never, you know, received that kind of attention before. And so I can see how that works and, you know, um, how women fall for that.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I see a call on the line. Let's go to the phone lines real quick. you guys have any comments or questions or stories or anything you guys would like to share? Definitely feel free to, uh, you know, to hit us up, 646-200-0366. Hit the number on your keypad. I see a call from the nine five four area code. Welcome to the Data on Tolbert show. Are you are you there? Nine five four. That's on. <laughs> are you, are you trying to conference somebody What kind of crap? What kind of? Wow. Let's just okay. I just wanted to see. You know what I mean,' Because sometimes you never know what's going. you might mess around and hear somebody sexting in the background, you know what I mean shoot why do, why do people do that? Courtney?
3: I don't know that was why funny. do
0: people press one don't have a comment Post that on Facebook real quick, like yo why do why do people do that? but it is what it is, but no, so that's usually how it goes you know in after that smiley face text you know, that sets the that base that does a couple of things. It it allows the woman to one, reckon, remember who you are right then and there before you, the the memory fades away and it's still fresh. But then also and it you know and puts a you know little check mark next to your name, get a little brownie point for that. But also it opens up the texting lines of communication. So now whereas before I might have actually had to call her and spend about a good thirty minutes having that ridiculous first conversation. Now I don't even have to do that. Now I know she's a texter. I know that she texts, so now I can just hit her up. Hey boom, how's your day going? You know, oh, my day's going good. How about yours? Oh, everything's good. Okay. Well you, you at work? Are you home? Oh no I'm home. It's going from okay, cool. What what kind of work do you do? Oh, I'm in sales. Oh really? Okay, cool. Me too. <clears throat> well, that's what's up. Well, what are you doing this weekend? I, you know, I'd like to see you sometime. Maybe we could get together. Text him back. Oh, okay, yeah, that'd be cool. Just let me know what's up. Oh, really? Oh, well, matter of fact, you might as well swing by tonight.
2: Hmm.
0: Oh, well, I gotta, I got to put my daughter to bed, but I wouldn't have a problem leaving her there unintended to come have sex with you. Now, that'd be cool. Oh, really? Okay, cool. Come on over.
2: Yeah. People think <laughs> you th- that... You got
0: it, that last part. People think I'm joking when I... I, I <laughs> Listen, man, y'all don't want to hear these stories. I could tell y'all some stories that sh- that would blow your minds, stories that have never been heard on talk radio in any way, shape, form, or fashion. You know, these are not, you know, made-up stories. Like this stuff, I could you know, I know women who have had sex, you know, while their kids have been in the other room room watching TV, you know, just irresponsible parents, so desperate for sex as well as desperate for just the idea of love that they'd be willing to disrespect their kids, disrespect their household for someone who they literally had just met hours before. <clears throat> Women who would allow trains to be ran after meeting someone literally just the hours hours before, you know, the day before, the week the week of. That is hoish behavior. But let me tell you where it starts at. <clears throat> let me tell you where it originates from. I think you've given me your cold, Courtney. What the heck, man? He was up here sniffling and stuff last, uh, the other night, Courtney. I think you got me That was like down. two
1: weeks ago, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no,
0: nah, it was Sunday night, Courtney. You were a little congested Sunday night on Preachers of LA. Go back and check out those archives. Don't make me pull up the archives, Courtney. You know what I mean? Congested. <laughs> Shoot, but it was two weeks ago. Also, got the you might want to get checked. with you <laughs> got the hip or something? Now let me stop messing with you guys. Not nothing to play around with. Um, let's talk about Freakum Dress real quick. Fre- I mean, and I don't even want to spend too. Much. I'm not gonna play this song. I just want to read the lyrics because it start. It tells you from start to finish how a woman becomes a hoe. It says. Okay, you got this foolishness in the beginning Hold up And break, break, Google it right now while you're in front of your computer So you can read along with me So you know exactly why I had One of the reasons why I have such a problem with Beyonce And the effect that she's having on our young girls And how all of this uh, You know, moves us closer to uh, uh, Sexting You know, and how it sets the stage for it Says, I'm ready Okay I've been locked up in the house Way too long it's time to get it. A lot of women, and what this means is they're in the house, right, while their man is out having sex with other women. You know how ladies sometimes y'all be like, how come we don't never go nowhere? How come we always in the house? How come we always got to watch movies? I want to go out to eat. Why can't we go to the concert? da 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 you, So you, you're, you've been in the house cooped up way too long. It's time to get out. It's time to get it. Because once again, right, once again, not just, okay, right now, but once again, meaning he's out doing wrong, not for the first time, but again, he's been out for months, for years, being a hoe, you know, being a player, being a pimp, having sex with other women. But not only is he being a pimp and a player, she is staying with him, allowing him to be a pimp or a player. So what does that mean? If it's once again, That means he's out having sex with other women, but also having sex with her. And if it's been on a, you know, for for months or even years, that condom has been off. You guys see why HIV is so prevalent in the black community? You see why abortion is so prevalent in the black community? Because once again, he's out doing wrong, but you really got to break down what Beyonce means there. What is doing wrong? What does it mean when a man does wrong when he's out? You guys know It means he's having sex With other women So instead of Going out And putting on Your freakum dress Which we're about To get into How about You actually walk away From the relationship How about You have some self-respect and dignity for yourself and not go out dressed like a whore or a prostitute, but actually just walk away with your dignity intact and your head held high. That's the message that we need to be sending to our young girls when they're out in the high schools and these elementary schools dancing around like retards, like with Michelle Obama. Okay? That is, is, is not sending a positive message. That's sending a message that it's okay to be a whore. That's not respectable behavior. But we'll, we'll get into that. And I, I shouldn't have said that. You know, or, you know, that's there, there, re, retardation is not anything to make fun of. I apologize for that. No, seriously. <laughs> um, and my girls are so real. Said it's been a minute since I had some. He's been acting up. But he won't be the only one. Let's, let's break this down a little bit. It's been a minute since I've had some. I don't think we really need too much of an explanation there. Basically, she's saying she's horny. She's been cooped up in the house. The man is out having sex with other women. So most likely, if he's having sex with other women, he's not having sex with her, at least not as frequently as she would like. So she's most likely been using some toys, digging up in that bottom drawer. And you know, or just not getting any, so now she's ready. She's horny and ready to go out and get her some. Right? I mean, that's that's what she's saying here. I mean, Courtney, is that is that so? Excuse me. So far, an accurate assessment of, of these lyrics.
1: I mean, that's very accurate. That's
0: what's going on. That is. I mean, and this is what that not just what's going on in this song it's what's going on in society it's what's going on in the black community if you guys missed my special on sex in the black community definitely check it out because i mean this is you know these are the problems whether it's abortion you know single moms deadbeat dads you know it's 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 these types of scenarios 70 percent of black babies born in the single parent homes why because they're they're having sex with And getting pregnant by men Who are out doing wrong Where are the talk show hosts Where are the authors Where are the motivational speakers That are willing to tell black women To walk away from these situations Stop having sex with these men Stop getting pregnant by these men But actually just walk away Where are all those people You know the pastors even talking about these issues You know they're non-existent Which is unfortunate So He's you know, now this is where, this is where hoes are born, okay? because it's right here. It's not, oh yeah, I just want to be a hoe. No, it's I'm miserable, I'm feeling disrespected, you know, I'm bored, I'm lonely, I don't have God in my life, and I'm just going to go out, and you know, I'm horny if I didn't say that, and, and, you know, and I'm going to while out a little bit, I'm going to get drunk, and I'm going to while out. He's been acting up. what does that mean? He's been out having sex, but he won't be the only one. What does that mean, Courtney?
1: That means that she's going to be having sex with other people as well.
0: If he can have sex with other people, why can't I? But the problem with that is that he's a hoe. If a man has sex with multiple women, if a man cheats on his wife or his girlfriend, he's a whore. He's a hoe. So if a woman does the same thing, if Beyonce is saying, well, look, he won't be the only one, well, you know, isn't that Beyonce encouraging women to be hoes?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, and, and I, I, don't, I know we have different people who listen to the show. Some people support Beyonce, some people. But if there's anyone out there who can offer a different perspective and, and, and explain how she is not encouraging women to be hoes, by making music like this, that actually says, because he's been acting up, you know, he won't. But he won't be the only one. He won't be the only one out there having sex. He won't be the only one being a, a whore. So this is deep stuff, guys. This is who Barack Obama says is the best possible role model for his two, te- you know, teenage daughters, who hopefully, you know, and, you know, pray for them. Because with a, a, role, a role model that has been co-signed by their father and president of the United States, you know it, it's kind of hard for them not to be influenced by this woman who is encouraging young girls to go out and, and, and be hoes. So, so yes, yeah, this is this unfortunate. But it says, uh, and here's the here's the chorus. Because when he acts wrong, well then that's when you put it on. Been up on him tight. This is your song. Hold out your back, time to impress, put out the freakum dress, pull out your freak huh i I've been up on him tight. Does that mean that she's been grinding up on him does that Does that mean she's grinding up on a stranger that she just met in the club Courtney, Is that what you infer from that
1: and that's what I took from it.
0: She's saying, Oh, this is your song. you've been up on him tight. you've been getting your grind on you've been letting him grind on your booty poke out your back it's time to impress pull out the the freedom dress oh Oh, okay that makes sense cool so it says uh, what's the next we'll we'll leave the chorus out but and this is where it becomes really hoish as soon as you saw me you were turned on by how the dress was fitting right short and backless so what does that mean you know short Means it's probably midway, basically right below the booty. You got, I mean, come on, we're all grown. You know what freakum dresses look like? They're basically right below your your butt cheeks, and no, and the back is out. You see my silhouette in the moonlight. It's such an attraction. You keep telling me how my outfit's so nice.
3: <laughs>
0: this is this is the most hoish thing I've ever. The one of the most hoish lyrics I've ever. She has got Rihanna beat. Little does he know that my man is going to take it off tonight. The same man that is out having sex with other women that has already been documented when she said he's been acting up, but he won't be the only one. My man is going to take off my freakum dress. If your man who is already, if you're out, hold on, Courtney, because I know the game. I know how it goes. Think about it. If if the if this young woman is out, where the heck is he at on on that Friday night?
1: Right, he's with another woman having sex with her. He
0: he darn sure ain't, ain't been in the house <laughs> for too long. Like you, have. he's out every week. So if the one Friday night you decide to go out, ladies, you already know he's like, whoa, free night, get get out of jail, free card. You know, so he's already out grinding up on booties, you know, having sex afterwards and then coming home. You've been out drunk. You've been out. You're a little bit. You already established that you're horny. God knows how horny you're going to be when you get home. That's why you say, I'm going to let my man take it off tonight. You're going to have sex with your man the same night he had sex with somebody else. If you need a visual for that, just look at the K. Michelle video. Same thing. The uh, VSOP video. Guys, you know they're arguing all the time because he's out with other women in the club. Later on that night, she lets him smash. Same type of thing. You wonder why HIV is so rampant? These men are having sex with two, three women a day. That's, I mean, what do you? Ex- they really are, you, are. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Keep going. Oh, Trey, you ain't got to tell me. I believe me. I've done it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just being honest with you guys. You know It's like Future says I'm just being honest You know And this yeah, is I mean, real stuff Oh go ahead I'm sorry I'm sorry. I,
1: I didn't mean to interject. I was going to say, I mean, that's the those lyrics, I mean, as hoish as they are, I, it's very representative of, you know, what's going on and, you know, how these women will, you know, go out because they're hurt and meet these men and, you know, go back and have sex with the same person that's been, you know, dogging them out this whole entire time and then still be talking to the guy they met in the club, like on the side. When their man is acting up, they still have the other guy, like, on speed or They're still texting. So, it's, I mean, that's really what, what goes on out here.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. You just nailed it. <clears throat> that's exactly what goes on. They keep the guy. They keep the guy they're having sex with, and then they lead the other guy on to make him think he's having sex. And because of the the self-esteem, which is the whole reason why they're still there in the first place, you know, it is so low this is, what, this is what, what it is, and this is where Facebook comes into play, this is where the texting and sexing comes into play. It says, "As soon as you saw me, you were turned on by how the dress was fitting." Right. Let me just speak on that real quick. That's one of the most common misconceptions. And We, thought, we got a little bit of, a little taste of this uh, on, on Sunday night, I believe, when we were talking about how so many women, they're very mistaken thinking that these men are turned on by their bodies. You know, ladies, listen, (laughs) he's not turned on. He doesn't care. You know, if he's in a club with, you know, a thousand other women and everybody's got on a freakum dress, which is just about the case, seeing one more set of boobs, one more big butt, newsflash, everybody's got a big butt. It's not a big deal. If you're having sex with somebody who looks like Maya, who is absolutely drop-dead gorgeous, by the way, used to be my number one. Like, are you going to be super turned on when you see Beyonce walking down the street or in the club? I'm just asking, Courtney, I mean, do you think that that would really phase him? Like, if you got a Buffy the Body booty at the house waiting for you at 4 a.m., you know, seeing K Michelle is it is it really that big of a deal seeing her in the club? Like, oh my gosh, K Michelle finally <laughs> got away from her VSOP guy. Oh, her body looks so great. When you got Buffy the Body waiting for you, butt naked in the thong at four o'clock in the morning, is that a big deal? Uh, no, no, it's not. <laughs> what did not Fat Joe all. say? What did Fat Joe say in uh in that song? I don't need that stress. I got my wife at home. These men know they don't need this stress And it's funny, we used to sing that song in the club Back when when that was out I don't need that stress, you got an attitude in the club I don't care about you I got my my main chick at the crib I got my jump off at the crib I got Buffy the body at the crib Waiting for me butt naked Waiting for me, come home texting me When you coming home Did you leave the club yet? Can you leave a little bit early? I just got out of the shower These are real stories so to to be out at the club, or to be wherever it is that you think you are, giving a man a hard time, giving him the attitude, doing what beyonce says is as soon as you saw me, you were turned on by how the dress was fitting me right ladies that's That's how delusional beyonce <laughs> is it's It's absolute delusion. And that she has passed on that delusion. Many of you women have inherited her delusional state and, 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 and warped way of thinking and into understanding and believing that these men are turned on by you posting a picture of you in a bikini. Just because someone gives your picture the thumb up, just because someone tells you that you're sexy... It doesn't mean that you're sexy, and it doesn't mean that he thinks that you're sexy. It just means that he might be interested in having sex with you. She says here there was such an attraction. No, there wasn't an attraction. <laughs> he is attracted to that booty. He just wanted to smash. It said, and this is what these these psychos, these clowns on Facebook. Go to any woman's page, and I promise you, you'll see a million Facebook uh, comments from these losers. Just Google anybody right now. I don't care what name you pick. Google her. Anyone but my wife or anyone in the Friends of the Day on Talbert Show group, anybody else, any of your Facebook friends and anybody else, you will go to any of their pictures, and you will most likely see dozens, meaning over 12 men, telling them how beautiful and how sexy they are, and a multitude of thumbs up. Courtney, am I lying? Do we need to do another impromptu experiment (laughs) to prove that? No, I mean, no, you're not
1: lying. I I see it all the time. I see it all the time. And I want to just oh, keep
2: going. No, 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 no,
1: go ahead. I was just going to say that um, I can relate to that because you remember my old Facebook profile, so, I mean, it looked pretty much the same way as far as, like, you know, those comments and stuff. And I used to eat it up. Like, I really used to think that those men were, like, being genuine. And I was very delusional. Like, I really thought that, you know, these men wanted me and fantasized about me, you know, every day, all the time. And it, it's it's crazy um, to see that, like, or hear that, I should say, in these lyrics
0: because I used to believe that. Yeah. <clears throat> Keep telling me. How my outfit's so nice. But little does he know, my man is going to take it off tonight. You dirty whore. This is whorish behavior right here. Because think about what what you're saying here. You're in the club dressed like a hoe. All up in the face of another man. All up on, it says right here, been up on him tight. Your song comes on, so you grab somebody to back it up on. You allow another man to grind on you, to caress you, to palm the booty, palm the thighs, cup the breasts. A lot of, in many cases, you know. But, and he's telling you, "Damn, you look so good. Oh, you're so sexy. Oh, da, da 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 da." But he's thinking he's getting some because you're backing it up on him. So not only are you a tease, but you're also cheating on your man. This is beyond, These are the lyrics. From the most influential woman in the world Beyonce Knows is the most Was named by Time Magazine As the most influential woman in the world Ahead of Michelle Obama Ahead of Oprah Winfrey Ahead of everybody You understand how damaging that is That these little girls You know This will be an anthem forever This is this, this And there's a reason for that there's a reason why the Illuminati, the powers that be, they, they, they flood the black community with this type of filth and this type of garbage because it's a plan to destroy our young women and, and make them hoes the same way they were hoes back in slave times to the white man. That's why there's Olivia Pope, who's a, a whore and a slave to the President of the United States, getting passed back and forth to him and his homie. That is exactly how it happened in slave times. The rich white man would have sex with her, pass him off to his friend, run a train on her. I wouldn't be surprised if Fitz and whatever his name is run a train on Olivia Pope, you know, at some point. The first threesome on network television I would not be surprised if that ends up happening. You know, these are all things that will happen. That is the plan. Put our black men in jail. Make the black women whores. That's, that's been the formula since slave times, guys. You break up the black family. You, you put the black man in chains you turn out the the black woman the kids end up in the system you know that's that ain't nothing new but it's it's a, it's a formula that's been proven to work and people people are too blind specifically people in the black community not only do they not are are they not fighting it but they they're embracing it they love beyonce they love olivia pope the people who are representative of the oppression that we as a people are still facing, you know they are loved by the very people who are actively being oppressed. This is the type of stuff that Martin Luther King used to try to warn us about. This is the type of stuff that Martin, uh, Malcolm X warned us about. Meggar Evers, you know the oppression of the people, the manipulation of the of the the, the government, the the, uh, the mind games. You know, this is this is what really needs to be talked about. That's why our logo, our slogan is Real Radio That Matters. This is what's important, not basketball-wise, not this other crap, but this is the uh, talking about how to deal with the oppression of the African-American race. We're oppressing ourselves, black men killing each other in the streets, black women being hoes, the families, you know, strung out, what family do you knew, know that doesn't have a drug addict in, in it at some point? You know, we're killing ourselves. You can't blame the white man. People comfortable in unemployment. People could get jobs. Supermarkets hiring, Walmart's hiring. But the reality is the black communities comfortable on Section 8, comfortable making $400 a, a, a week on unemployment, you know, Obamacare. You know, and, and the reality is, that We're always, as a people, looking for a handout, and we got to take that hand back and start doing it for ourselves. I mean, we can debate about it. You can get mad at me, but we all know what it is. We all know what it is as well as what it's been, okay? I mean, let's cut the crap. Let's cut the BS. Let's stop the games. Let's stop the sugarcoating. Let's take off the rose-colored glasses and start acting like the abortion is not... The number one killer In the black community It's not gang violence It's not lynchings And it never was But the number one killer It's not breast cancer It's not heart attacks Heart failure disease None of that That's up there But it's not that It's abortion You know Are these not Staggering and disturbing statistics Courtney Go ahead Courtney
1: uh, do, we saying lose it for it's, a yeah now, i'm i'm here um yeah i was just saying that it is very um staggering and you know it's unfortunate that we choose to focus on the wrong things it's like we want to point the finger at everything else i guess it's more comfortable um you know to say it's other um people's fault um you know for the the state of our you know our people but we really do have to look within and really make changes within ourselves as well as Um, Our decision-making skills I think that plays a big part of it
0: It was interesting, absolutely Uh, Many of you guys know Over the last several months I've been watching a number of different shows Like I started out watching Lost And, uh, you know, getting caught up On some of these shows that I hadn't watched Over the course of, uh, you know, my life Uh, Lost, excellent show Alias, excellent show Uh, Just finished up Prison Break Good show I'm watching now. I'm a Breaking Bad, excellent show. Um, uh, now I'm watching Sons of Anarchy, which is an excellent show already. You know, so I'm just these shows I'm throwing out there. Like, if you guys haven't gotten, you know, you haven't weren't into them and aren't into them now, you know, you may want to check out Netflix. While I'm watching Sons of Anarchy, um, you know, if you guys don't know, it centers around a bike club uh, with pretty much an all-white bike club who, you know, they run drugs and or excuse me, run guns. And uh, it's it's interesting how they interact and how they view these other rival gangs and and, and clubs. You know they they call the, uh, the you know the uh, Hispanics, uh, the you know wetbacks. You know they call the blacks niggers. And uh, but not only do they refer to them in these de- this derogatory manner, they they speak about many of the stereotypes associated with. The niggers and wetbacks as they refer to them But interestingly enough Like they talk about how angry The black man is And you know talk about some stuff with the Mexicans But the reality is A lot of the stereotypes that they were saying About the African Americans were actually, Are actually true on a large scale You know and it and it speaks a lot About how other races It's very interesting It, it speaks uh, very clearly about how other races View us as a people You know and so uh You know, it's deep. It's definitely um, a good show. Check it out if you haven't. Corey, I know you you finished Prison Break. Have you gotten into, uh, you know, a different series yet? I'm moving on to
1: Alias um, pretty soon, but I haven't uh, started anything yet.
0: Cool. That's a good choice. I think you'll enjoy Alias. Definitely. That's an excellent show. Absolutely. Prison Break was just okay. Prison Break was cool. Too many letdowns, too many... (laughs) You know, average seasons, good seasons, great seasons, but then a very, a couple of very average seasons, if not below average. But the other shows I named, it was just, like, nonstop, like, just craziness. So definitely check out. And 24 is at the all-time top of the list. I don't even need to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, that should be the second one, you, the next one you watch, Courtney, but I'll let you slide on that, you know. We'll come <laughs> back to you on that, Courtney. Courtney, you, know, you, you just like I, to – you hate me, don't you, Courtney?
1: Cycle. i yeah, you, <laughs> you
0: hate me sometimes You just you just like to take whatever I say And just do the opposite, don't you? Oh, we'll uh,
1: sometimes
0: about Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll
1: talk about that
0: <laughs> Let's get back into this Freakum dress, though Because this is very This is interesting It's, it's interesting and it's very true <clears throat> Because there's one more verse That I think we need to touch on Okay It says that you've been telling me How good I look in this dress Telling me how my outfit's so nice Ladies, it's very important to understand, because this is where the texting comes in, is that a man is going to say and do any and everything necessary to get what he wants from you. A man, if he perceives you to have low self-esteem, he's going to say things and give you compliments designed to raise your self-esteem, and in turn, hopefully, you will reward him with the sex, which 99.9% of the time is exactly what happens. So you're falling right into his trap. It's not that he wants to give you compliments or even is giving them with any sense of sincerity. He's just giving them to you because he knows it's a proven formula for success. Although now that's never uh, a, you know, a uh, something that I did. You know, I was never into capping these women's heads up to get some sex. I mean, that was just a stupid. That's what losers do. Oh yeah, you look so sexy. Let me tell you how beautiful you are. Let, oh my gosh, your outfit is so. I mean, that's honestly that's just like gay. That's like the worst thing you could do if you're a man. But look at so many of these men that do it on Facebook and do it in the clubs and just you know mess up the whole the whole game uh, for everybody because it blows the women's heads up. and makes it harder for real guys. To be able to just go to a woman with a sincere heart and express himself. Instead, he's got to come with these ridiculous compliments. So, you know, it's just just one of those things. But here's, this is where it gets really bad. All the ladies, you with this, and you're dressed up in your freakum dresses, and your bestest with reason get ready to freakum dress them. When you put it on, it's an invitation when they play your song, get up and shake it. Work it out on your man. You don't have to waste it. Spin it all around, then take it to the ground. Because when he acts wrong, well, that's when you put it on. Do you guys see how that's that's such an unhealthy way of living? First of all, you know... When you look at how men view women, like remember what we said. Think about. It. You got to really break this down. Men only look at women in one of two ways: either a wife or a hoe. That's it. So if you're if you're wearing a freakum dress, well, clearly you're going to be viewed as a hoe and not a future wife, right? So what you're saying is, if you're being viewed as a hoe or a potential sex partner, you're saying it's an invitation. So you're inviting him. To view and subsequently treat you like a hoe. You're putting on it, it's an invitation to get disrespected. It's an invitation to get smashed off on a Friday night. So when you get up, when you hear your song, you get up off the couch and you get up and you shake your booty. Work it out on your man. You don't have to waste it. So basically, said, yeah, you can get up and put the freakum dress on, and you can wow out and shake your butt and get all up on a man. You don't. You can actually get smashed off at the end of the night. You don't have to waste the outfit. You don't have to waste the, the evening and go home empty-handed. You can work it out on your man, as she said earlier in the in the in the song. Little does he know, my man's gonna take it off and have sex with me. So she's basically saying, don't worry about being a tease. Don't worry about being a hoe in the club and going home and having to use your toys. That's okay. You can just work it out on your man, the same man who already has a dirty, <laughs> dirty balls from having sex <laughs> with other women that same night. You're going to be woman number three he's had sex with on the evening because the reality is he didn't even go to the club with his homies. He told you he went to the club, but the reality is he left at about 9 o'clock, told you he was going to get some drinks with the fellas before the club, but the reality is he made a stop at his, at his, at his side chick's crib, left her crib, went to somebody else's place at about midnight, and you're going to be number three at about 4 o'clock in the morning. Dirty bastard didn't even take a shower. All he did was change the condom up. And women wondering why they're walking around with syphilis, gonorrhea, HIV, herpes. You're your girlfriend number three. Pleasure P talking about boyfriend number two. You girlfriend number three on the night. This is reality. This is what actually happens. This is what you won't hear on the strawberry letter. And they say no sugar coated crap. This is actual, this is real life. You know? Girlfriend number three results in HIV. Don't let me post that on that. I mean, I don't even need to post mm. that, man, but I should. But I, you know what I'm saying? You guys get it by now. I'm just saying, Courtney, Would you th- let me ask you. The pro- the biggest problem is, and here's one of the biggest issues, is that many women are girlfriend number three, you know, on the night, you know, and they don't even know it. Mm-hmm. They, they don't. They don't even know. Like K. Michelle in the video, she's thinking, oh, yeah, we had a fight. Beyonce is leading women to believe. Oh, okay, it was just a fight earlier that day, but I'll go out, he'll go out, we'll have some good makeup sex. But what you don't know is he already had makeup sex. It just wasn't with you. Mm-hmm. Yo, this is some mm-hmm. deep crap right here. Man. That's
1: deep. That's I mean, that's deep, And but that's really what... What's going on out here And I mean That's something That hold, I'm sure Happened to me You know on, let, me,
0: hold, let me Let me cut you off Real quick Courtney Not to cut you off But let me cut you off Because I just want to <laughs> say something Because this is very important See it's too late You messed I didn't cut you off you Made me lose my whole train of thought See I'm sorry What were you going to say <laughs> Okay
1: Kanye That Good, no, just like I was just going to say that Um, Yeah, I mean, that's what happens And these these men are having sex with other women But they're not even, used, forget condoms They're not even using condoms It's just, it's really you know, No type of regard for anything It's just they're out to have fun And yeah, back-to-back Sex raw with all of the women
0: Right Oh, that's what I was going to say What it is, is These men, you ever go out Ladies, you ever have a fight with your man? Have a fight at like, I don't know, four o'clock, five o'clock, knock down, drag out fight. F you, no know, F you, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Slamming doors, <laughs> banging on, hanging up. You know, and then next thing he, he he goes out, he comes back, and you know, all calm, laid back, just wants to relax, chill, maybe even crack a couple jokes, and, and there was no. You know, makeup, there was no argument It was just he went from, from, from you know, being in a, a pissed off state To not really being, a, you know, pissed off Usually, it's not that he went to the gym and worked off some energy You know, it's, you can tell yourself that if that makes you sleep good at night But trust me, most times you ladies, you think you won the battle And you may have very well won the the battle But the war is still raging on. You know, you've lost the war, in fact, because the reality is after he has that fight with you, he needs to go relieve some stress, but not at the gym, not at the gun range, not at the basketball court. He needs to relieve the stress up in somebody else. In fact, interestingly enough, interestingly enough that uh, we were talking about this now, today, if you guys are, if you watch, uh, Sons of Anarchy, Anarchy And you, you, know, you know about it In season one that actually happened Jax is the main character Perfect example of what I'm talking about If you watch the show you know what I'm talking about If you don't follow me Jax is the main character young heartthrob type of dude Dealing with one woman Who he really has feelings for this is, Oh my god this is such And a great analogy coming up He has really deep feelings for this young woman Has gone back all the way back to childhood In fact, he even said I've had sex with hundreds of women He said, but the, you're the only He said, when I'm up in these other women You're the only face I see You know, because out of all the women He's ever been with The only woman he actually had feelings for w- for Were this young woman This young woman though At a party, them off And again, he's the only woman he's ever loved Actually loves her If you watch the show, you know How he feels about this woman But at the party she was tripping. She pissed him off. In fact, she went as far as to slap him in front of his people. What did he do? You know, that same night, they, she slapped him and stormed out. He chased her for a little bit, let her go, said effer. He got his old baby moms, smashed off the baby mom that same night. Cheated on the woman. Well, not really cheated because they weren't really together. But he, you know, had sex with another woman other than the woman he actually loved as a result of the fight. Now, am I saying that's acceptable behavior? Is that Am I saying that that's cool to do? Am I saying that men are right or justified for doing that? No, absolutely not. But a couple of weeks ago, we rebroadcasted a show on how to avoid being cheated on and discussing the reasons why it happened. You can argue all you want to. You can win that fight all you want to. You can cuss him out and wave your little finger, but he'll be like, okay, cool. I, well, look, check. I'm gonna, I'll am be back. And when he goes, he's pissed off. When he comes back, he's chilling. You want to have a little makeup sex, he already got one off for the day. You know? You ever meet get a guy who, he didn't want sex? You know, I wonder why. There's only so much sex you can have in one day. You might want to watch Sons of Anarchy, Courtney. I'm telling you, it's, it's probably better than... uh. Well, I can't say it's better than Alias, although it might be. Who knows? But it's a good show and, and deals, deals with a lot of issues that you guys can hear here on this show. We'll take calls tonight, man. See, I'm not even, I haven't even had have a switchboard up. There might be calls on the line now. But, yeah, 646-200-0366 if you guys have questions or comments or anything. But we're just keeping it honest tonight. You know, we're just being honest this evening. You know, I think this is the information that people want to know. I think it's the information that people need to know, you know. But all of this stuff, you guys may be wondering, well, how does this translate into sexting? Well, after the club, after you've put it on him, after you've already got his interest, you've sent the naked picture, you've been out to the club, you've grinded on him a little bit, well, now he wants to take it a step further. Now he wants to know, okay, well, look, you know, what can you do for me? You know, you know, is that is that just dancing, or is this going to lead to someplace else? Well, yeah, if you play, you know, ladies always want to try to, you know, make it a little bit more discreet or tone it down a little bit. Well, if you play your cards right, no, men aren't trying to hear that crap. They want to know what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. Don't try to be discreet. Don't try. To, don't you already sent me your, your 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 naked breasts? You know, so there's no need to. You know, sugarcoat or any of that stuff, you might as well just come on out with it and then, so, after you're already you've put a man into that frame of mind, nowhere in there is he going to be you know feeling the need to you know to take you out or to treat you in a chivalrous manner and so what's happening is because he's showing some inconsistency because the interest has subsided after he's got the sexual picture, but now there's no actual sex, interest of subsides. so you go back to your your man. Have sex with him, hope things can work out, but then when he pisses you off, that's when you, you know, a lot of times turn back to the guy, you know, the side guy. And then instead of just sending the pictures, you know, because, you you know, you decided to take Beyonce's advice, and your man is acting up again, you go out and you show your man what he's missing out on with this side friend. Now, again, if you can't relate to that, more power to you. And I may even be preaching to the choir. But the reality is there are a lot of women who are actively having sex with their, you know, boyfriend, as well, whatever you want to call them, as well as their new friend. That they are somehow, and you know, hoping will take them away from the life with their current boyfriend. Is that is that not a? It's amazing, Courtney. It's amazing that that's what goes on in today's society, but people really don't see what's happening.
1: It really is. But here's the thing, like if you have to be, you know, in a situation like that where you feel like you have to bounce back and forth in between two people, it would just be much better just to be by yourself because, you know, the situation that you just described, I mean, that's a lot of drama and unnecessary drama. It's just It doesn't make any sense to do that, just really be by yourself. But here's the thing also, I think a lot of women do that uh, find themselves in these types of situations Because they're scared of being by themselves So, you know, they they almost I'm not speaking for all women But I think a lot of women They like that drama They like being in those types of situations
0: Oh Yeah, absolutely Because it's, like she said in the song I've been locked up in the house too long You know, no excitement No drama, no nothing So let's get something going That's it, man you know, we're getting out of here. That's it. That's, it's over. You know, it's only so much you can say about sex. I knew this wouldn't be an ex- a, a terribly long show, but I just wanted to talk to you all for a little bit tonight. Don't worry. You know, we'll be back to how we normally do things. Give you all some scripture. Give you all some Bible verses. You know what I'm saying? You know, but the only thing is I was doing some research for tonight's show, and actually I couldn't find any scripture pertaining to sex. Thing. <laughs> Go figure. Although, I, I mean... There's nothing that really—I mean, actually, there's a lot of scripture that pertains to uh, the sexual immorality, which we actually spoke about uh, the other night from First Corinthians. Which, if anyone missed the preachers of Elisha, I mean, there's probably no better show to listen to than that, just because I mean, it's th- this scripture that we talked about on that show speaks directly to what we're we're, we're seeing as far as sexting from quote unquote Christians, you know, Christian women. You know, First Corinthians, I was just you know, little refresher. First Corinthians five one through three says it's actually been reported (laughs) I love this scripture, that there's sexual immorality amongst you, and a kind that does not occur even amongst the pagans. A man has his father's wife and you're proud. Shouldn't you rather have been filled with grief and have put out fellowship? For the man who did this, there's a sexual immorality amongst you. Well, sexting is a great example. I'm going to post that scripture on Facebook for you, but you know that's a great example of the type of sexual immorality that the Bible speaks of from his people, the chosen people, you know, and uh, we have to do better. You call yourself a Christian, you know and I'm, you know I'm speaking to myself as well. We all have to do better. Because there's sexual immorality in all of us, and has been. Now, we can struggle with it and try our best to get it out, but there are always going to be lustful thoughts. There's always going to be temptation from the enemy. Those things don't go away. It's just we get stronger as Christians. As we get closer to God, we get stronger and be able to resist it and recognize attacks for, for what they are as is, is being attacks. But as far as the lustful spirits going away, the lustful Thoughts and and temptation and things like that Anyone who tells you it goes away is a lie I can promise you that Because you know, people try to act all high and mighty They try to, oh no, yes, you know uh, uh, Posting scriptures, quoting scriptures Oh no, there's nothing in my bottom sock drawer Oh no, I'm just going (laughs) to listen to the Dayton Tolbert show And go to bed Oh no I'm not going to watch this movie or this TV show to lust after someone. Oh, no. I didn't go through his Facebook page, you know, and add him as a friend because I find his profile picture to be sexy. You know, there are a lot of guys, and I'm not going to say any names, but there are a lot of guys in the Friends of the Daydon Tolbert Show group who inbox me and ask me, Daydon, do you know so-and-so? I say,' no, why you know, oh no, she just sent me a friend's request, and you're the only mutual friend, so I'm just wondering why I got a friend's request. There's a lot of lusting going on for these from these men, and I'm not gonna say any men's names, but I think if you're a regular in the group, you may already know I mean there's a lot of friends' requests, there's a lot of secret messages going you know being exchanged, a lot of you know and and I'm just being honest i'm and I'm not judging I'm just you know I'm just saying. That there is It's been reported (laughs) That there's sexual immorality Amongst you There's a lot of texting and sexting Going on in the black church And we have to If we hope to have success And when I say success I mean love Family And ultimately get into heaven The sexual immorality has to be You know Expelled And expunged from your body and from your souls, Courtney any last thoughts on that this is i mean it it wasn't a deep show, but when you really think about it, this is a deep subject when you look at you know, cause we didn't even really get into the porn aspect of it, you know right we haven't even gotten right. into we haven't gotten into the Kim Kardashian sex tapes that actually exist, you know with people who they are having these 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 encounters with. Now, some of these tapes are are unbeknownst to them, you know, got the secret video camera, you know, strategically placed in the closet or in the bookshelf or whatever it is. But other times, you know, it's just like, yo, I want to you mind if I tape this? You know, or why, maybe, you know, a lot of times what people don't realize is that you know, when he's doing something, when he's back there putting in work, a lot of times it's not that he acts like it's not that he actually got a text message at that very moment, or got a phone call, and he was fidgeting with it to, to try to get the ringer off, or whatever, or to just, you know, see who was calling. It's not. It wasn't that. that. It's that he's setting up the camera because he liked the angle in which he was pounding it, so he wants to get that on tape. And you're thinking, oh man, he's just, you know, somebody just texting or whatever. He just, nah, it's not, you know, you're at smile. You're on candy camera. So. And this, this is what I'm saying to you. This is real. This stuff actually happens. So all starts with the sexting. Because I'll tell you something. Once you put yourself into the category of being viewed as a freak, then there is no clemency. And what I mean by clemency is there is no, 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 he doesn't feel sorry for you. There's no remorse. Just like if you go down to the boulevard and get a prostitute and have sex with the prostitute. You don't feel bad for the things you do to that prostitute because she's a prostitute. If you go to a strip club and do whatever you do with the stripper in the strip club, you don't feel bad. You don't even view her as a person. It's the same exact way. When you allow when you put yourself into that category of zero respectability by sending your boobs, you know, or, or talking about sex, then you put yourself on that same level and that's when you get the invitations to, to run a train, the invitations to videotape it, the threesome. Those are all things that you don't want to be perceived as. Any last thoughts on uh on tonight's topic of, of sexting?
1: Yeah, I was just thinking as you were talking, you know, about how sexting is, you know, how it all starts. And it just made me think about, as we were talking about earlier, just about the lustful spirit. And how you know engaging in sexing is one of you know many ways that you invite that lustful spirit. in. so once you start engaging in that um, with someone, it's I don't want to say it's a wrap, but it's really hard. It's hard to go back.
0: And no, so, it's impossible. I mean, my, no, it's a wrap. Oh, no, okay. it's a wrap.
1: Yeah. Okay. It's you're right. It's a wrap. Um, and so my advice would be that temptation and withstand it and not even you know, get involved in those types of situations in the first place where you feel, you know, uncomfortable. Um, you know, you really just work on yourself and so you don't attract these types of men in these types of situations where you constantly have to fight off the temptation and it's you you can really I mean you can prevent those types of
0: situations.
1: because um, I haven't had that in years. So
2: Right, yeah. right.
0: And that's great. And I'll tell you something. You know, you have to, like Courtney said. I mean, it's not only is it hard, but it's literally impossible. Because, and this is, I think, something that so many women don't get, and so many this information is not readily available. Because women think, in many cases. That they can start out as as sex buddies or start out as friends, and I'd use that term loosely and then materialize into something else through private advice questions, private counseling sessions i've encountered thousands of situations where people started out as friends, people started out as buddies, sex partners, and tried to make it into something else, not one success story out of thousands. It does not work it does not have. it may you may think that it's working just because. He got into a relationship with you just because he even married you. But what a lot of women don't get is that marriage is not the goal. Marriage should not be the goal. Somebody's saying, what? I thought that was the goal. No, marriage is not the goal. The goal should be to be married by the man that God has for you. Because all marriages are not ordained by God. All marriage, some marriage is just a piece of paper, you know. Got people going away to Cancun to get married, going to Jamaica to get married. These destination. Weddings. Now I'm not saying I mean, you can do that, but if you look at it, that there's nothing spiritual about that, it, especially if it's not the person that God has for you. Now I'm not, say, <clears throat> I'm not saying that you can't have a destination wedding to the person that God has for you and have a great time. But what I'm saying is, you, some of these men that you're marrying. Some of these fellas, some of these women that you're marrying, if it wasn't right in the relationship, it's not going to be right in the marriage. Marriage isn't going to fix a bad problem, you know, or a problem and then make it better. Only God can do that. And sometimes it's just not, it's just not the person you're supposed to be with. Period. So, you know, and and, and the way and some of the red flags early on that will indicate that is was there sexting. I didn't sext my wife when I first met her. Now I'm looking at a text message she just sent me ten minutes ago, but I'm I'm not talking about that. See that's okay because we're married, right? Speaking of which I gotta go. You know what I mean? but, but I'm saying if that's how your situation started, then that's not it's not going anywhere. And don't set yourself up for failure. So the haters are pissed off right there. They're Like, oh this bastard is gonna go spend time with his wife and daughter now, oh now I gotta actually go to bed mad. Oh uh, no, don't go to bed mad, just change your life. And I but let me say that that's for the haters. But for, but for all the the beautiful women out there, the respectable women out there who can't relate to anything that I said tonight but still listened anyway, appreciate it. I respect you and I commend you. And you will have love. If you're not a, a sexter, let me just say that. Because all women are not sexters. All women are not hoes. There are some great women in the Friends of the on Tolbert Show. And if I leave, I'll just throw out some. Courtney, Erin, Cheryl, Nakia, you know, uh, I can't even think right now. But just the, those are the ones that, and I'm just being honest with you, Katrina. You know, if your name doesn't immediately pop into my mind, and I'm not saying you're not if it didn't. I'm just saying, Yvonne, you know, you, you want to make sure. Because if your name pops into my mind as being one of the most respectable women that I know, trust me, you got some good things going for yourself. And so just, just keep that stuff in mind, man. It's, that's what it's all about is, is love and, and having happiness. And, um, you know, and that is how God blesses you. Uh, you know, in the in the long run, I want to go ahead and play a um, a song. You know, I'm a, I usually play a little gospel, usually play our theme music, but I want to play this Trey song, uh, one of my favorite songs by him, entitled uh, "Sex Ain't Better Better Than Love," because it's not about sexting, it's not about getting your back blown out on a Friday night, you know, it's not about a freakum dress, it's about love, and anyone who's ever been in love or is, is in love knows. That love is a lot better than sex. So here's a little tray, and I will see y'all tomorrow night. Peace. I've been out in
3: these streets for not alert. Every girl I gave my love into was only a substitute. I've been out in these love even though she's my old this ain't where. My- I've never am so open and I got it back I got you now, now and make it last She says, my baby, she can't wait to have love in the air Never been so clear So beautiful Bring your body here